Good morning, Nova Nation, and welcome. Well, happy Friday, I should say, but welcome to the Morning Roar right here on WXVU 89.1 The Roar. It is our second weekly episode of the Morning Roar. I'm David Chapansky. I'm Dominic Ruschetti. I'm Chris Kokinos. And I am Allison Bayada. Very exciting. So we're going to kick it off with a Morning Roar news update. On the roster today, Elon Musk has completed his $44 billion deal to buy Twitter, putting the world's richest man in charge of one of the world's most influential social media platforms. Always a good idea. Uh, Musk then proceeded to fire CEO Parang Agrawal and two other execs. According to two people familiar with the decision, Musk had accused them of misleading him and Twitter investors over the number of fake accounts on the social media platform. The CEO of Tesla has said he wants to defeat spam bots on Twitter, making the algorithms that determine how content is presented to its users publicly available, and preventing the platform from becoming an echo chamber for hate and division, even as he limits censorship. Yet, he has not offered details on how he will achieve all this uh, and who will run the company. He says he plans to cut jobs, leaving Twitter's approximately 7,500 employees fretting about their future. He also said on Thursday he did not buy Twitter to make money, but to try to, quote, help humanity, whom I love, end quote. How warm and fuzzy. Um, <laughs> also on our news minute this morning, Halloween is a fun time to embrace all that is disgusting, including bloody slasher films, haunted houses full of fake guts and gore, and even candy corn. But truth be told, humans are naturally attracted to disgusting things all year round. Think of TV shows showing adventurous eating or pimple popping as examples. Why is that? Um, well, psychologist Nina Strohmeyer weighs in, saying that pleasurable features of disgust are what have been called benign masochism or our tendency to seek out negative experiences so we can enjoy constrained risks, uh, such as riding a roller coaster or eating very spicy foods. Uh, according to Nina, any negative feeling has the potential to be enjoyable when it is stripped of the belief that what is happening is actually bad, leaving behind the physiological arousal that is, in itself, exhilarating or interesting. And keeping on that <clears throat> Halloween topic, our first discussion topic of the day, horror films like dislike what are some favorites guys david i'll go to you first okay so i am not a big movie person we were talking about this before chris and i uh i am i really am just not a big movie person like i can't get into sitting down for two and a half hours and really watching a movie but i will watch sports for two and a half hours but i just i, I don't know i've just never been a big especially horror films uh person so quick little story uh i i'll be short uh i used to love halloween and i still do i think that it's a very good holiday um, and I would go to haunted houses. I liked it. You know, I would get scared, but you know, I liked it. But then when I was probably in about eighth grade, I went on a haunted hayride and the whole, and now it was my first time. I went with one of my friends, uh, from grade school and we were in the haunted hayride and the whole hayride, probably about 20, 25 people tricked me to believe it. First time I was ever on the hayride, I remind you, uh, they tricked me to believe that the people who were like scaring you were going to kidnap one person per each ride. Whoever oh seems God. to be the most scared. <laughs> So for that whole 30-minute experience, I was terrified. I mean, I was hiding in between two strangers, like, and it was very tight. Like, I was hiding in between them. So yeah. I was like, do not take me, please. I am not scared, even though I was really <laughs> terrified. Uh, so, yeah, since then, I've just not been a big horror guy. What did you do to get 30 people <laughs> against you like that? No, I, I see. I, I just think what happened was is they knew that I was like scared and they were like, uh, it would be funny to trick. I, it was really mean. When I look back on it, it was it was very, very mean experience. Definitely. Wow. Very, very mean experience. You're just preying but, on your fear, I guess. Yeah, but you were, you were 14? 14? Well, eighth grade, yeah. So oh, 13, okay. 14. Oh, okay. But I guess at the end they were like, oh, you know, we were just messing with you. Have a good day. I'm like, well, that doesn't take back my 30 minutes of stress that I just experienced. I was not with my parents, so. That sounds so terrible. Yeah, no, it was, like it was really awful. It was very traumatic. Definitely yeah. not a Halloween guy. No, then. no. Well, I mean, I like the holiday. I think it's cool. It's just I, I just don't no do haunted hay houses anymore, or hay, <laughs> or, or hay rides. Yes. I hate to break it to you, but we were planning on doing a haunted hay ride right after this show. So okay. Th that's gonna just. All right. Yeah, we well. already have tickets. You're gonna have to. Uh, <laughs> oh. <it's> Non-refundable. <laughs> they were preparing for you. They heard about the story ahead of time. They already know to get They're you. in my head. Okay. Yeah. Makes sense. All right. Dom, any horror movies? Yeah. So I, I, we were talking before the show. I recently just watched The Shining. I I mean, I thought it was good. I didn't think it was, like, fantastic. I love Jack Nicholson. Like, I love Cuckoo's Nest. Um, I liked him as the Joker. So I was like, I'll watch. Me and my friends were like, all right, let's watch The Shining. We've heard so many great things. It was entertaining. I wouldn't say it's, like, a top 20 movie. Good yeah. performance. Um, I, I, I'm pretty neutral towards Halloween in general. 
I'm a big movie guy, uh, and I, you know we have this list down here. I was looking at this list. I'd watch all these movies. I think the the best Halloween movies are, are like the really bad ones. So like Chucky, where it's like the doll that kills people. <laughs> that's a hilarious concept. Um, I mean, I, I don't even know what Mask Man is, but that sounds funny. Yeah, I mean these are these are funny these are funny concepts for Halloween funny. movies. That's the thing that I think these are funny. People okay, are no. missing about horror Halloween movies. movies are I funny. just find them funny. They're funny. Yeah, like That's... I think the first horror movie I ever saw was like Scream's the funny. Yeah, and it was just a bad horror movie <laughs> that was really funny. And that's just is... my take on the whole yeah. horror genre. It's just it's, it's funny. funny. They're funny. I don't I don't the find horror them movies are comedy movies. Yes, at, at, at the base level, they're just comedy movies. Yeah, Allison, any horror movies that are. I've not seen on any the of the list. ones on the list, yeah. and I do like movies, and I do like horror movies. I cannot get into the ones where anything like demonic or ghostly happens because I won't it. sleep for three days. Like, so definitely not blood, the exorcism. Gore, everything else is fine, yeah. but the second like ghosts or demons are involved, I'm out. Understandable. <laughs> I'm out of there. Yeah. yeah, definitely not the exorcism. Has anybody ever seen Midsummer? Yes, that's oh a really God. good horror movie. That was insane. Did you know about it before you? Wa- we just watched. No, that. I didn't. I didn't know about I it. I watched it with my. I was like, Mom, I heard oh, this movie was you really watched good. Watched with your parents and my brother, and he was fifteen, <laughs> and nope. he was like, "I'm gonna go." He's scarred for life. Yeah, probably. That was the weirdest movie I've ever seen. It was, and it was. It was the. Wi- no, yeah, was, terrifying. It was. What, what was it about? Either for, of you guys. Seen I don't it? know, no. like, if we should like even. Like I don't know how you explain it without like getting canceled for everything. Yeah, really. It's like the weirdest thing I've ever seen. Oh, okay. Well, I, d- it's, I didn't know it was very. It's I, really weird. I have no idea. I've never what seen it. I've never even it's heard the, about the it. The only way Wait, to what's describe it called? It, it's Midsummer. Midsummer. Okay, so I will completely stay away from Midsummer. Is what you're telling me. I mean, if Good you're ever like Definitely really bored and you're like, I I want to have a completely different view of humanity, you could watch that movie. I okay. think I'm. I'm okay. This isn't a recommendation. This is not a recommendation. <laughs> this is not a recommendation. No. This is a warning. That's a warning. <laughs> this is a warning. <laughs> Got it. Well, we've already alluded to this list a few times yeah. throughout this segment, but. According to Claims, who ranked them by their villain effectiveness score, mm-hmm. horror movies have been ranked conducted by analyzing each villain's death count as well as how many jump scares took place <laughs> within this their This is films. very exact. I mean, when you're looking I mean, for an exact this number is a, right here, you're going to get it. <laughs> this is a landslide, too. Yeah. yeah <laughs> Michael Myers is number one with a score of 8.71. What that number means? <laughs> yeah, what is their formula for, for Genuinely getting there? Genuinely no idea. Each I don't, villain's death count death as count, well as jump scares. scares. Yeah. So they're just adding them? How I, do we have a point Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe how scariness the jump, like how scary the jump scare was? I don't, I don't like don't any jump know. scares. Scientists took 10 people, put them in a room, and they were like, guys, you're going to watch Halloween. <laughs> and they tortured the one person and make him think that they and were going to And then they just told one guy, the you're going to go on a hayride. Terrible. <laughs> yeah. They might take you at the end of the hayride. No, it was during the hayride. Oh, during the and, hayride. And this yeah. was, I, I hate to go back to this, but this was in a forest. Like, it was, it was not, it was Wait, not an open you? area. You know where you were? No, I honestly don't remember. Okay. I, I, I wasn't, like, my parents weren't the one that Like, I used to do, like, the, me. you know what Lynn Villa Orchards is? I do, but it was not. Okay, not that, was, that was, like, a light one. That was, like, here. Wait, you said cider. your parents, were your parents on the ride with no, you? No, oh. no, it was my friend's parents. Okay, yeah. I thought your parents were, like, in on it, too. <laughs> no, that would have been like, really yeah, mean. take him. No. Your friend's parents, though, were in on it, right? It sounds like they were. They weren't on the hayride. Oh, okay. They were not on the hayride, no. I don't know why they let a 14-year-old and a 15-year-old go on a haunted hayride by themselves, but it's interesting, but this was many years ago, so by many, I mean like six, so maybe not that many. (laughs) Still fresh enough in recent That's right. But the rest of this list, I mean, number two is about one point down, so Michael Myers just absolutely won in a landslide. Number two is the American Werewolf. I've never I've never heard of that. No idea. I mean, it sounds, I mean, it sounds pretty... I mean, I think the American Werewolf really tells us all we need to know, though. Yeah, but like an American Werewolf. American, that's all you need to know, right there. I don't know why we should specify he's American. Though. I mean, I guess we do specify he's American. Maybe that's, like, really important to his identity. Maybe. He has, like, a... American flag, yeah, American yeah tattoo, <laughs> yeah. The next one on the list is Kyoko, followed by Death Angels, Mask Man, The Blob, mm-hmm. Creeper, Ghostface, Chucky, and Bo Sinclair. <laughs> Bo Sinclair just stands out. <laughs> I've heard of Chucky. I've never heard of any of the <laughs> other ones. I was going to say, Chucky and Michael Myers are the only ones on this list. Go, that Ghostface actually... from Scream, you guys know. That's like the most popular. That's like the Halloween I'm in, mask. Yeah, I'm yeah. interested oh, in the blob. Okay. Yeah. I don't the, know. The blob. The, so I, Have you seen the blob? So the blob was in like the 40s. and okay. I hit that nose. In, in media, Pennsylvania, every year. There's something called Blob Fest. So in the movie, the Blob. Wait, hold on. There's Blob Fest. And I've and I've and I've <laughs> okay. been there. And I've been there. You've been there. I've okay, been that's there. even yeah. more interesting. So in the movie, the Blob, it's about a blob that like takes over a town. 
And there's one scene where everybody's in a movie theater, and the blob comes, and everybody has to run out of the movie theater. So every year they reenact this oh, in no. media. <laughs> and um, my grandmother, I guess, was a fan of the movie or is a fan of the movie. Mm-hmm. Shout out to my grandmother. Um, and she got us tickets to go to the blob fest. And what happens is you watch the movie, and then when this clip comes, everybody runs out. Oh, fun! Down the streets of media, and it's it was a good time. So shout out to the blob. That definitely sounds like some so, 1940s humor. Yep, like that's, that's exactly what yeah. they could come up with. <laughs> and it's really bad, like CGI. It's, yeah, exactly. What CGI is? Wait, so what does, what does media have to do with it? Like, is that where the movie I, was filmed? I don't know or? if they like, go around to like different cities and okay. do it. So it's not a media every year, or it is? No, it is a media every year. Okay. I don't know if it's we'll like. Do some they just really, really love that movie in media. Yeah, <laughs> they yeah. just cannot get around like, the blob. <laughs> the, the blob was like it, it became the blob in media. It's it's like Rocky in Philadelphia. It's the blob in the media. Two completely different movies. <laughs> but okay. As <laughs> you ask. Okay. Really interesting comparison there. But, Dom, we're going to go to you for yeah. our Twitter poll question of the day. Yeah. So you can find our Twitter poll question um, on our Twitter at WXVU. The question today is, what is the best Halloween candy? The three we offered are Kit Kat, Reese's, and Snickers. And then if you want to, if you have a different favorite candy, which I do, you can vote other. And then let, please let us know in the comments what your um, favorite candy is. I'll start. My favorite candy, I, I think the Twix. I love a good Twix bar. Um, the gold wrapping does it for me, I think. Are you gold a left or right Twix guy? Wait, what's I'm the difference? That, I'm that doesn't I'm exist. I'm gonna guy. come in hot and say there is no difference. There, there's yeah, no see, difference. I, there's no, there's no, there's no, there's no difference. Do you remember the Mike and Ike debate? Yeah, we remember they split up. They yeah, split up for a little bit. Yeah, was, uh, that was <laughs> the same thing. There was no difference, <laughs> but good marketing. It's gimmick, a marketing so. ploy. Yeah, exactly. Are you a left or right guy kind of time? I don't. I don't know. I don't. I don't think there's a difference. I just. And the difference, I think, was the adjectives they used to describe it in the commercials, which, even as a child, I was like, this is stupid. I saw someone <laughs> on TikTok the other day trying to do, like, a scientific analysis. Like, she went and bought a ton of them and then was, like, cutting them up and measuring the caramel. Mm-hmm. I was like, you're trying way no. too hard. <laughs> and clearly the ad campaign worked because you bought, like, 50 Twix bars. Yes. <laughs> I'm just gonna, I'm gonna go out on a limb here and say that she found nothing yes, of nothing. importance mm. in doing that. That was just a waste. But, but I'm sure fav- the video went viral, so. Probably, Yeah. <laughs> Uh, my favorite candy, I'm going to go with Snickers, even though we were talking about yeah. earlier that most people don't have Snickers as their favorite. That's got to be yeah. mine. I've always got a bag of Snickers in the apartment that everybody is eating out of. I feel like of. Snickers is like the most famous, hol- like when you think of Halloween candy, I think like you think of a Snickers, right? Like what's, I, like what is the candy you associate with Halloween? Because it's not like a Hershey bar. No, Mm-mm. definitely not. Because if you get a Hershey bar on Halloween you're and like, you're in like I a mean, warmer thanks. day, it's already melted in your bag. <laughs> that thing yeah. is gone. A Snickers... It's got some shelf life to it. That thing can survive. I think sturdy. Yeah. Nah, for me, it's Reese's all the way. All the way. I'm a big peanut butter fan. Uh, I never really, never used to be when I was younger, but I love Reese's now, so definitely my favorite. We had a parallel experience. I did not used to like peanut butter when I was a kid, Mm. and now Reese's is my favorite candy. Yep. Yeah. Definitely agree. And it's winning our poll right now in the votes, so we'll check in at the uh, the final answer. But check mm-hmm. us out at WXVU uh, on Twitter. And also, we are live streaming on YouTube at WXVU as well, if you would like to see the visual to our wonderful voices here on this Friday morning. <laughs> really only half the team, yeah, but yeah, we're, yeah, we're working on it. Oh, yes. Yes. <laughs> it's just me and Dom. Okay. We'll maybe switch. We'll, we'll maybe switch it around. Okay. Um, David, let's go to you with the upcoming birthdays of the weekend. <laughs> now you're saying. All right, so on Friday. Now, by the way, everybody, if you watched last week, I did some research on who these people are this week, uh, which is great. Oh. So Friday, but I knew most of these people actually this week. So Friday, uh, today, October 28th, Bill Gates turns 67. So if you like Microsoft, Bill Gates turns 67. Julia Roberts celebrates her 55th birthday. Joaquin Phoenix turns 48. And tomorrow, Saturday, apparently he was in Jaws, but Richard Dreyfus uh, celebrates his 75th birthday so those are the birthdays for this weekend happy birthday to everybody yeah bill gates 67 you guys ever watched that thing when he's on ellen and he used to guess like grocery shop prices <laughs> yes has anybody ever seen that and it's like I've it's like this. it's like no, tied and he's like it's like a big thing of tied he's like four dollars <laughs> what <laughs> no it's like, it's like 26 <laughs> bill gates it's like when has bill gates ever had to shop for anything i was gonna Never. say i don't think he's probably had to buy tide in the last 40 years of his life i have no idea but Four dollars. That's insane. My man it was, was so way funny. off it's, on that. It's hilarious. It's like it's like frozen pizza. He's like, uh, one fifty. <laughs> <laughs> That's because the last time he went to grocery yeah, shop like, was in the eighties. Yeah, <laughs> uh, right now you are listening to the morning roar. Stay tuned. We are going to be taking a quick bit break. We'll be right back. Hi, everyone. I'm Allison Bayada, the station manager at WXVU, and you're listening to V eighty nine one, the roar. Wow. 
From the newsroom, this is WXVU News Director Gabriella Raful with your Villanova Campus Minute. As Father Peter recently announced, Villanova is currently planning a process that will help guide decisions about the facilities for years to come. As part of this effort, students are invited to participate in a survey about the future of dining services at Villanova. According to the email from Student Life, student input will be instrumental in helping dining services plan expanded dining options available. As an incentive for completing the survey, students will be eligible to participate in a prize drawing for its chance to win a tablet or a food points gift card. The survey takes about 10 minutes to complete and responses are due by October 30th. Students' identities will remain confidential and not be linked to responses. In other news, Father Peter shared in an email to students how funding has been allocated for this fiscal year in support of strategic plan initiatives as well as highlighting some recent achievements. One of the key points was the St. Thomas of Villanova Center for the Common Good. This new center was established as a consolidated university-wide office to centralize service experiences throughout the university. Kate John Caterino, most recently the director of the Center for Services and Social Justice, will serve as the inaugural director of the center. Kate will collaborate with on and off campus partners to enhance community service programs, create learning engagement opportunities, and encourage reflection regarding the alignment of service and our Augustinian Catholic mission. With this week's Villanova Campus Minute, I'm Gabriella Raffoul from the WXVU Newsroom. Join the Villanova Jazz Band in the Mullen Center Performance Lab for their Fall Jazz Band Concert, Sunday, October 30th at 2 p.m. And listen to WXVU as we'll be broadcasting the performance live right here on V891 The Roar, Sunday, October 30th at 2 p.m. Tickets are available at the Mullen Center box office. Now, here's your three-day weather forecast for the main line. A mix of sun and clouds for your Friday, a high of 58 degrees. Partly cloudy tonight, we'll get down to 37 for a low. And a nice fall weekend in store. Sunny for your Saturday, a high of 61. And a mix of sun and clouds Sunday will top out at 63. And we are back with another Morning Roar news update. Um, So we've got a local news update. Radnor Township Police are about to get a new tool in their crime-fighting arsenal. This week, the Board of Commissioners approved a contract with a company to install license plate readers at 11 intersections in the township. The cost of the system is about, any guesses? Two eighty. Spot on. $280,000 over five years. Police Superintendent Chris Flanagan described the system as a new tool in their investigative toolbox. Police can use their computers to get real-time views and alerts for cars on hot lists, such as stolen cars. Investigators can go back to review afterward to look for a vehicle that might have been involved in an accident. Um, Officials say they do not sell any of the data they receive, and it is only accessible by police departments. The readers will not do any facial recognition, nor issue tickets to drivers like red light cameras and in other news have you ever thought just for a second that your dog gave you a funny look after you made a mistake as it turns out yes (laughs) they're quietly judging you for your apparent incompetence at least if they're female (laughs) researchers in japan found that female dogs judge people after watching them make an error or act incompetently the team examined how both male and female dogs reacted to people who either acted competently or incompetently Mm -hmm. the scientists concluded that female dogs tend to want to be around smarter humans and tend to avoid those who can't open a jar of food it's not just female dogs, researchers. Definitely not just female dogs. So true. Like the witty zinger at the end. I feel like I could steal a car. Just what? first one makes me think. I feel like I could You think you could a- get away with it? I think if I learned how to hotwire a car, I just I would just steal cars for fun. Interesting I think I could take. do it. I, I don't know about that one, but I guess going <laughs> along with the police topic i did get pulled over on lancaster yesterday <gasps> no what'd you do wait a second <laughs> Were you yeah, what time was this oh i you definitely saw me Wh- I was okay what time was this freshman what um, time was this it was around 10 no where no, on no. lancaster did you get pulled over well i i the, he turned on the lights right in front of the commons and then i pulled in behind the commons <sighs> i know i was driving my roommate's car to go pick up my friend on south and okay i was his car was making a horrendous noise from the wheel And I was trying to listen to it, and I was fiddling with stuff, and I accidentally turned off my lights right in front of the undercover police officer. Very nice. But I only got a warning. 
So it's okay. That's, That's good. good. Yeah. At the good. end of every month, they love to park right outside of Gary. And what happens there is the speed limit changes kind of out of nowhere from like 40 to 20. And so they'll just park there for three hours and meet their monthly quota. They'll just be given tickets to everyone well, who passes that is by. brutal. It's so bad. Gosh. I just sit there and I can see them. I have a perfect view from my window at my job. And they okay. just like, one, two three four like one after the other yesterday there was like because it's funny that you well not funny i'm, I'm sorry to hear that <laughs> no it's only that, a warning but, so it's funny um there was because when i was coming here in the morning yesterday which was like probably 8 30 there was a car pulled over and when yeah. i was leaving at about 3 3 30 there was another car pulled over so they were very busy yesterday on lancaster avenue yeah. to say the least but so that's why i was wondering i was like which one were you so it turns out they were just all fake cops dressed up for halloween what if i happened? can't believe i got duped like that that would have been wild but moving into our Villanova-centric topic of the day, David really wants to start off with Tolentine Part 2, because he's yeah. upset that we, I guess, misled Tricked me, you, in a way. Yeah. Should we fill in Allison? What oh, we yeah. did? Yeah, yeah, what's going on? Yes. So we told well, we told David that there was, what, the, a fifth floor Tolentine he yes. should go explore? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, <laughs> and then we may have overestimated. Tricking the freshmen. Are you just, like, really prankable? Like, I think no, so. well, here's the thing is, uh, the, the highest class that I have in Tolentine, I only have one of them, is the third floor. Ah, I see. And I knew that the fourth floor was blocked off because of the, the, the roof, which apparently it made it seem like the whole roof collapsed. The whole roof did not the collapse. The whole roof did not collapse. Uh, only a little bit did. So I didn't know, like, what was above the fourth floor if there was anything. in Like, I've never been up there. I I, yeah. The highest I've ever been was to the third floor, and that seems to be intact for the most part, which is nice. <laughs> well, um, you can say that. Yeah, so I, I did not know that there was a fifth floor. I also did not go down to the Tolentine basement. Yeah, I will not. Uh, I have made that that pledge throughout the next four years here at Villanova. I will not go down to the Tolentine basement. I think you're missing out. you got to go down there once. Well, I'm going to have to go down there with a couple other people, because as you've heard with the, the Hayride story, I'm not exactly the best with things that are that are scary and yeah. haunted. So, uh, but yeah, we'll see. Well, that that basically wrapped up the Tolentine idea. But yes. let's go into the horrors of course registration, yes. which is starting this weekend. David, you obviously have no idea how bad. Yeah, I, I have been told. Be yeah, I have been told that this is going to be a very stressful experience. Yeah. But I have until November 9th. Uh, yeah. So freshman, either the 9th or the tenth. So I have some time to prepare mm-hmm. myself. Probably will never be ready, but it's okay. Yeah. So Biggest preparation is mentally. Yes. It's not even like what class. It's mental. It's mental preparation. Like when you type in that pin, <laughs> yeah. when the hour changes, <laughs> it's all adrenaline. Oh, so I have a six. My yeah, time is. is six. It's all adrenaline. <laughs> my time is 6.15. So yeah. is that a good time? Is that an all bad time? I don't That's, know anymore. You were on the last day. Are you on the first or last day the for freshman? The first day. Okay. The ninth. That's not bad. Then. I feel like six fifteen is early. Six fifteen is good. That's, I, I think they early. start at five or something. Okay, like that, so maybe so. I locked out. Okay, yeah. you definitely did. Okay, thank luck you, out. Registrar. Thank you. But you're still a thank freshman, so yeah. you need to make about five schedules. Yeah, because okay. the first four. Out I've been the told I've you're been gonna told. end up taking an eight a.m. There's no way. Okay, well that, that's okay because yeah. I'm I'm here at eight a.m. So it's okay. That's true. Yeah. That, yeah, I'm I'm ready. I'm I'm ready to go at eight a.m., which is nice. So I don't have coffee this week. I have my peach tranquility tea to get me through the day. So. And how's that, that going? An advertisement? For it? That, no, it really wasn't, to be honest with you. But now that I think about it, that was perfect. So Starbucks, if you're out there, uh, but no, it's He's it's really up good. To the camera here. No, too. I did. Yeah, there you go. Uh, everybody on YouTube. Um, but no, it's it wasn't. It was just it's it's good. I had to get away from the coffee today. I just I, I couldn't do it. So. Understandable. But, but for our more senior members at the yeah. table, mm-hmm. any horror stories from course registration? That's a great question. Um, my freshman year, I ended up in just the worst combo of classes i ended up in calc 2 with a really old professor who would be like back to the class the whole entire time would get mad when you asked a question Mm -hmm. would not go over the homework it was a nightmare i was in that and comp sci and i had never done any coding before and it was like intro comp sci teacher was also totally like a strange guy we would get there he'd be like (laughs) he would take a break in the middle it was one of those like night classes that's like three hours long he'd take a break in the middle and he'd be like let's have a discussion what do you guys think about police brutality and we'd be like Python." yeah for real i'm just here to do java so i ended up with a really weird schedule that semester i think i had a couple other math classes too so it was brutal yeah um but i'm very fortunate to be cream of the crop now picking whatever i want 
that that's the best feeling. I mean, right now as a junior, I'm like, I can make one schedule, and I'm pretty confident that I'll get yeah. it. And right? It's just a nice feeling. Meanwhile, I have 10 schedules here on my computer all loaded at the same time. Wait, is there an app? So Dom was telling yeah, me. I told him about there's Corsica. An app. What's oh, it called? Yeah. So oh, for all the freshmen out there, that's what is it called? One. Corsica. I, do we keep Corsica. it on DL, though? It's like... Okay. I guess not. <laughs> uh, so if you download Corsica, you can like... Put on alerts for like any okay. class and like the specific section. So like, mm-hmm. if you want like if a you, certain professor, yeah, yeah, if you want them, and say if it's filled, if you get course cool, turn on notifications. It lets you know when somebody drops. Okay. So like during Christmas break, people will drop out of classes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have, like, I have heard that schedule, yep. and you can like hop on your computer real fast and register for that class. Okay, so I'm gonna that be is, I'm gonna be driving down the Google Expressway I, and hopping yes. on my computer, pulling over. I am so that, sorry, pulling over to the side. <laughs> I got to register for this course here. I that's how I got my schedule this semester and. It's it's bad still. Like I had the last okay. time for freshman second semester last yeah. year, and my schedule this semester is it's whack. Okay. Let's just say I, Monday Wednesday I have class at nine thirty, and then class and then not class again until one. But then I have class from one to six. Ooh, it's crazy. That, okay, yeah, that is crazy. Rough. That's rough. That's so crazy. Rough. But hey, it's what we do. Yeah, my second semester freshman year. My Thursday, I ended up having classes for seven hours in a row yeah, because of I just couldn't get any couldn't, classes that yeah, I wanted, and I need to have specific classes. Mm. So that's just what happens. I think like at least once that's going to happen to you. Like that might be your next semester, but like that's going to happen like once. Yeah, which everybody has to go through. It. Everyone's got to go through it. It's an experience, mm-hmm. <laughs> one to say the least. Yeah, uh, David, do you want to take us for some behind the scenes look at our favorite Halloween candies? Sure. Okay, so we're going to start with Three Musketeers, which was not on the list, but it is a good candy. In 1932, the Three Musketeers bar was originally three smaller pieces with individual chocolate, vanilla, and strawberry mini bars. As a result, it was given the name of the Alexandre Dumbas novel. In 1945, it became a single chocolate nugget candy bar. Milk Duds intended to be the balls of caramel covered in chocolate when Hoffman and Company of Chicago first tried in 1928. They struggled to create the perfectly shaped spears. They eventually stopped trying, and the treats were given the name Milk Duds for the milk in the chocolate and caramel, and for the dud of their regular appearance. That's interesting. I didn't know that. And Snickers, your favorite candy, Chris. I know. Uh, when introduced around 1930, it was named for one of Frank... Mars Family Horses. When Mars looked to export the Snickers bar to the UK, they learned the word Snickers rhymed too easily with Knickers? Is that it? Knickers, probably. Knickers? Knickers. Okay, I'm like sorry. Like the underwear? Is that what you're talking I about? So. Yeah, yeah, I like slang for Knicks. underwear. I didn't know that. The yeah. New York <laughs> oh, okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Okay. So it was marketed as, as the Marathon Bar until 1990. Okay. All right. Well, that makes sense. That makes sense. I did not know that that was underwear. I didn't know. I've never seen that word before. And Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, farmer and employee of Milton S. Hershey, Harry Reese, began selling his own chocolate and peanut butter treats made in his basement in 1928. He Hmm. called his candies Penny Cups and sold them for one cent. The name changed presumably when the price did. (laughs) (laughs) Makes sense. (laughs) Thank you, David Allison, with the Did You Know segment. Yes, Chris. So, did you know, if you're looking to survive a zombie apocalypse, (laughs) just in case, um, your best bet is to flee to Florida. Inspired by the U.S. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention's Zombie Preparedness Guide, yes, it's a thing, researchers at Lawn Love analyzed 26 key factors that measure zombie preparedness across 200 U.S. cities. Taking into account things like number of local supermarkets and hunting supply stores, the number of people in poor health, and the number of basements or bunkers underneath local homes, Orlando, Florida (laughs) was deemed the best place to be in to survive a zombie apocalypse. Tampa and Miami also finished in the top 10. The worst place to be is Sunrise Manor, Nevada. (laughs) Sunrise Manor has also been called the worst place to be without a zombie apocalypse. (laughs) That is a bird. That was... Oh my gosh. We just have the biggest beef with Sunrise Manor, Nevada now. (laughs) They hate us so much. They're listening right now, planning our demise. Wait, so is this like we're acknowledging that I thought zo- are zombies fictional or are they like no zombies can happen? I think <laughs> they mean like if an infectious disease like a zombie virus were to happen, like th- something that highly transmissible that happened like I don't know through people biting each other, that like that's <laughs> mm-hmm. where you should go. But I don't it's know. Like, if- wait, this is when like NASA acknowledged aliens exist. It's just like what we're we're like we're pre- we we have to be prepared for zombies. I never thought I'd worry about zombies. That's they're supposed to be fixed. Goes back to that water pouch from last episode, if you remember that, the expired water pouch oh that I was talking God. about. And <laughs> I talked about I talked water. about zombie apocalypse, and you said that was never going to happen. Well, here and we here are. We are. Guess here what? we are. 
all comes back full circle. Well, thank you, Allison, for that did you know. You are listening to The Morning Roar right here on WXVU 89.1 FM. The Roar. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. This is Gabriella, your host of Booths and Daisy Dukes, on Tuesdays at 7. And you're listening to WXVU V891 The Roar. Stream us anywhere on the Radio FX app. Are you experiencing anxiety and need a break to relax with a furry friend? Well, lucky for you, Villanova's Office of Health Promotion has pet therapy almost every Wednesday from 12 to 1 p.m. Enjoy hanging out with our furry friends from the Pals for Life organization in the East Lounge of Doggerty Hall. They have dogs who love belly rubs and hugs and a bunny, too. We hope to see you there. This PSA is brought to you by senior nursing students in the Fitzpatrick College of Nursing, the Office of Health Promotion, and WXVU Villanova Radio. Check out WXVU's new website at WXVU.org. Listen to our live stream 24-7 in our easy-to-use audio player. See our full show schedule, meet our team and our DJs, view details on our WXVU and U health promotion partnership, and get the latest updates from the WXVU newsroom. Log on to WXVU.org today. Now, here's your three-day weather forecast for the main line. A mix of sun and clouds for your Friday, a high of 58 degrees. Partly cloudy tonight, we'll get down to 37 for a low. And a nice fall weekend in store. Sunny for your Saturday, a high of 61. And a mix of sun and clouds Sunday will top out at 63. Good morning and welcome back to The Morning Roar. Joining us right now from the Campus Activities team is Claire Schroeder. Claire is the president of Villanova's Campus Activities team and a senior student studying political science, economics, and English. Claire, thank you for joining us today. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Uh, would you be able to tell us a little bit more about what CAT's responsibilities are? Yeah, so the Campus Activities Team is a student-run programming board on Villanova's campus. We're the main student programming board, um, and so our mission is just to provide fun and inclusive programming for all Villanova students, uh, specifically during late nights and on weekends, so that every student has a place to go and something fun to do every every weekend at Villanova. And then my question, Claire, is how has your growth and involvement with CAT changed over your Villanova career? Wow, yeah, I've had definitely a lot of growth, um, and CAT, um, so my main organization I've dedicated most of my time to, um, so I start, I apply, actually applied during the pandemic, um, so that was a very interesting year for CAT since we couldn't do as much in-person programming, but I started out actually as a director for marketing, so CAT does all of our own marketing as well, we create all our own designs, our own merch, our own posters, we hang around campus, so I actually started doing that, um, and then I applied to be our vice president of partnerships um, last year, and what that does is we partner with student organizations all across campus, um, especially student organizations that might not have as many resources as CAT does or don't know how to program as well as CAT does. So we kind of provide that um, those resources for them to kind of uplift um, different student organizations. And so I had a really great time in that role last year. And right now I'm the student organization's president. So that's a very fun role that I've been enjoying a lot, um, being able to just kind of oversee the whole organization and help it grow even more. So what kind of events does CAT have planned this weekend and on Halloween? Big weekend this weekend coming up. Yeah, so we have a ton of things planned. Actually, last night we kind of kicked it off um, with Halloween Quizzo. Uh, Quizzo's trivia that we have every Thursday night in Cova. Um, big tradition of Villanova. Super fun. So we, that was a Halloween theme last night. Um, and then tonight we're kind of starting it off. Um, we have a double feature movie night tonight um, at the Oreo. We're doing Hocus Pocus and Halloween, so that's very exciting. Um, and then we also have a trip to the Eastern State Penitentiary. So one thing that's really interesting about CAD is that we also do trips off campus because, you know, for freshmen especially, maybe it's overwhelming. You can't really get an escape from campus. So we provide um, just affordable trips um, both to the Philly area um, and around the surrounding states, which is really fun. So we're doing a trip tonight to Eastern State Penitentiary. So um, tickets for that are at VillanovaTix.com, or you can go to uh, at VillanovaCat on Instagram to kind of find more out more about that. Um, so that's kind of what we have going on for tonight. And then tomorrow's kind of the big day um, for Halloween at Villanova's campus. Um, so there's tons of other things going on, but CAT specifically, um, we're partnering with the Art Club actually to do pumpkin painting. Um, so we're bringing in like 
hundreds, maybe thousands of pumpkins. I'm not even sure what the number is. Um, and the R Club's kind of doing little tutorials and things people can do. Um, and we also have like apple cider, apple cider donuts for that. Um, so that is from 5 to 8 p.m. on Saturday. And the interesting thing about that is that um, everything um, from 5 to 8 is open to the whole Villanova community. So there's also trick-or-treating that a lot of student organizations are doing. Um, there'll be like tables everywhere around like the Oreo. Um, so what we're doing that is a pumpkin painting, which is always a big hit. So very excited for that. Um, and then we also are just kind of helping out with the office of student involvement who are doing more general programming for everyone later at night for the students specifically, which is um, kind of a food truck spooktacular, they're calling it, with uh, fire pits. And then there's also a beer garden for students who are 21 plus. You guys have a busy weekend. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> Halloween weekend is always one of our busiest weekends, so it's definitely uh, been planning for this, but it's really exciting. Yeah, so. sounds like a lot of fun. Uh, a call for everyone to come and take part in some of the festivities. Um, but Claire, do you have a personal favorite event that Kat has hosted or is planning to host at some point in the future? Oh, favorite event? Like, for Halloween specifically, I would probably have to say move the Eastern State Penitentiary trip. I think it's very, like, iconic to this area. So kind of like a benefit of being in the area is you get to experience things um, that are kind of famous to the area. But for, like, an overall favorite cat event, it's always so hard. But um, I don't know anyone who was here last year. So freshman, sorry about this. You missed the Final Four game watch that we had in the pavilion, mm. which is just such an, like, iconic program of ours that we had the privilege to be able to do that and program in that space uh, with thousands of students coming out to that. So that was just, like, a very cool experience to be a part of. Awesome. I absolutely loved the Final Four game watch. David, I'm sorry you just missed rubbing it, it in over here. Rubbing it I, in. I, I was <laughs> able to be crowd surfed, so that was a oh, lot okay. of fun. So Not it was, saying that's it ever going to happen again, It was meaningful to you. Okay. Yeah, it was, it I was get a it. lot of fun. But um, looking forward to November, are there any other key events that Villanova students should be looking forward to? Oh, we always have tons going on. Um, this is not in November. This is early December, but CAT every year does, like, in December, does an annual New York City trip. Um, and I think this time we're getting um, Broadway tickets are kind of included in that. Um, so... Be on the lookout for us announcing what show we're going to see. But basically, we kind of bus students up to New York City um, and provide um, relatively cheap like, Broadway tickets um, for all the students. But then you kind of just have the rest of the time to do whatever you want in the city. So it's always a really fun and popular trip. So that's what I'm most excited for. But we definitely have things kind of before and after Thanksgiving um, that are planned around November. Um, for those who are seniors, the pub series have been extremely successful so far. Um, so we're definitely planning something a little bit different for the one in November. Um, our other ones so far have been more themed to like the month they've been in, but I think we're planning something a little different than what people might expect for this one, so I'm excited for that, personally. Excited to see it. Those I've been to a couple of them. A lot of fun. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Uh, I do have another question, but before we say that, um, I do have to mention, I am a Quizzo champion. Proud to be wow. one. I have wow. the shirt. It's a great shirt. I wear it very proudly. Which Quizzo did you win? I don't remember, but I remember in it was the uh, high school, the high schools and movies. I don't know, I don't know if any movies there, but there was like Ferris Bueller's High School, and you didn't name the movie it was from. It was hard. I think we got like seven of them too, which was like really impressive. wow. Oh wow. Um, so yeah, I'm proud. Um, of and that. also, Eastern State Penitentiary is fantastic. If you guys have yeah. ever been there, it is so fun. It's terrifying. They have, like Al Capone. Have you been there before? They have like the Al Capone yeah. like like cell or something. I forget, and it's like stripped out it's sick um <laughs> i was no, there. I, absolute, I was there before it's absolutely no one's surprise uh i was not there at night for the halloween fest so all right let me get to my question so alice or um allison um claire fall semester full reflections a little bit serious now as the amount um as the amount of students getting involved with activities this semester have they met your expectations um have they met your expectations thus far? Yeah, early. It's still yeah. Early. I think it's still early. I think people are getting more used to what we're doing, but they definitely um, have met my expectations. I think we've had a lot of fun in different programming. And the thing about CAT that makes us kind of unique is we have a lot of different levels of programming. So we have like smaller programs like Quizzo or Movie Nights. Um, we had like a fall craft night Wednesday night that are very like chill, low key, like kind of come as you can. And then we also have really huge um, programs like game watches. We also had like our Taylor Swift listening party that are kind of bigger events that 
you know, the whole community is kind of invited to, whereas, so we have a lot of range in our programming, um, which gives us a good opportunity to cater to, like, different um, parts of the student population. So I definitely think that um, our goal is kind of just provide that space for people, and it's always really great to see people at those spaces. I think there's definitely always room for improvement in terms of getting students out of things, but also that's making them aware of, like, what we have. Um, so definitely, if anyone is looking for things to do, our Instagram is, like, where we kind of do most of our promotion. Um, so we work really hard to try to get the student body aware of everything that we have going on. Okay, so you did plug the Instagram there. Uh, how can we find out like information on all these events? Uh, let our listeners know where we yes, can find out more. Yes, so you can Please. find us um, on Instagram at VillanovaCat. Um, our Instagram is so awesome. We have a great marketing and social media team that runs it. So that's the main um, place we do like all of our like live updates on things. If you're looking to get tickets for things like trips or for pub series or for other ticketed events, um, a lot of them are free, but you do have to get like a ticket because we have some restrictions with um, how many people can come. Um, those are being like the Instagram bio, um, so always fun stuff, and you'll always probably see posters from us at campus, and also the Office of Student Involvement sends out a weekly um, email with everything going on on campus, so we have our own little cat corner in that, um, so be sure to be on the lookout for that. And one more question for you, Claire. So if people are interested in getting involved with CAT, um, being a part of the team, helping to plan events... What are the different levels of involvement? What can they do and how can they get involved? Yes. So our um, lowest commitment level of involvement is our operations leaders, which is a new kind of program we rolled out um, this year. Actually, we have a wonderful VP of operations and training um, who's kind of spearheading that program. And so um, that kind of starts with a cohort at the beginning of the semester. Um, so that's like a, we have our cohort for that right now. And they're kind of just going through the different um, departments that we have. So we have departments of special events, late net programming, trips and excursions and marketing so they're kind of doing rotations through that right now to figure out kind of if they want to stay more involved in cat like what they're most interested in um so kind of getting involved in that we do different rotations every year it's going to be so early on like next year would be the best time but also we have board applications coming out probably i'd say spring um 2023 maybe like March so for anyone that's really interested in getting involved in a really like close-knit group of students um, who are really involved on campus really passionate about like having ideas come to life on campus then I would definitely say um, follow the Instagram be on the lookout um, for those applications for the board uh, coming up in the spring so Claire thank you so much for joining us today really appreciate having you here yeah thank you guys for having me it was a great time Make sure to check out all of the fun events for this Halloween weekend that the Campus Activities team is putting on. If you want more information about those, check out the Campus Activities team Instagram. You are listening to The Morning Roar right here on WXVU 89.1 FM. Stay tuned. We're going to be taking a quick break. Hi, everyone. This Thank is Ryan so Derry, the business director at WXVU, and you're listening to V891 The Roar. <laughs> I'm sports director Patrick Scale, and welcome to your WXVU Sports Minute for the week of October 24th. Villanova football won on a walk-off field goal from kicker Matt McCurio to win 31-29. The Cats are 4-3 and look to get another win versus Hampton this Saturday. The Philadelphia Phillies are headed to the World Series. Behind the bats of Bryce Harper and company, the Phillies beat the Padres in five and will now play the Houston Astros for the title. Game one is this Friday at 8.03 p.m. in Houston. College game day went to Oregon for a top 10 matchup with UCLA, with Oregon getting the dominant win 45-30. QB Bo Nix led the scoring with five passing touchdowns on 283 passing yards. College game day heads to Jackson State this Saturday for an FCS bout with Southern University. This NFL Sunday led to outcomes we hadn't seen in a long time. Brady and the Bucks lost to the Panthers, and the Commanders beat Rodgers and the Packers. These legends are both now 3-4 and four on the season. Nova basketball tips off in two weeks' time versus LaSalle. The preseason AP poll dropped, pitting the Cats as the number 16 team in the country. We'll keep you posted on all things Nova basketball in the coming weeks. This has been your WXU Sports Minute for the week of October 24th. You stay classy, Villanova. The 34th Special Olympics Pennsylvania Fall Festival is being held at Villanova November 4th through 6th, hosted and organized by Villanova University students. The Fall Festival is the largest annual student-run Special Olympics event in the world. Special Olympics Pennsylvania provides year-round sports training and competition for more than 20,000 children and adults with intellectual disabilities. Read more about this year's 34th Annual Fall Festival at novasfo.org and visit specialolympicspa.org for more information about other SOPA events. Now, here's your three-day weather forecast for the main line. A mix of sun and clouds for your Friday, a high of 58 degrees. Partly cloudy tonight, we'll get down to 37 for a low. 
and a nice fall weekend in store. Sunny for your Saturday, a high of 61, and a mix of sun and clouds Sunday will top out at 63. Welcome back here to the Morning Roar. It's time for your Morning Roar Sports Update. Last night for Thursday Night Football, the Baltimore Ravens took on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and Tom Brady. The Baltimore Ravens with Lamar Jackson, who threw over 238 yards, did beat Tom Brady and the Buccaneers by a final score of 27-22. to And for the big news tonight, the big news starting tonight, the World Series and the Philadelphia Phillies will take on the Houston Astros beginning at 8.03 p.m. tonight from Minute Maid Park in Houston, Texas. Justin Verlander will get the start for the Astros. He has not ever won a World Series start, and Aaron Nola will start on the rubber for the Phillies tonight in the postseason. He's 2-1 with a 3.12 ERA. So... Talking about the World Series. Uh, Mm -hmm. Last Friday, we were getting to NLCS. We were talking about that against the Padres. Phillies got past that in five. Uh, And Bryce Harper with a big home run. Kind of thoughts on that NLCS and where I know that we're the... the, Do you like Philadelphia sports, Allison? Um, I'm going to have to recuse myself from the sports segment. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not a sports person, but my roommate is a big Phillies fan. So, of course, I'm rooting for the Phillies. Okay, that's great. Um, But please. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, kind of thoughts on that, Mm -hmm. on NLCS and Bryce Harper's Mm -hmm. home run. Where does that rank in Philadelphia sports moment history? I don't know enough about yeah. Philadelphia sports history. <laughs> it's very geared towards me and you. <laughs> yeah. But from what I've been following it, from going to this school, it's number one. one. <laughs> it is number one by far. Yeah. I mean, there's so. no more electric moment mm-hmm. than that. Yeah, and I was actually, I was there for that. Yeah. Um, so You were at the game? I was at the game when they That's closed. great. That's it great. Was, yeah, me and my dad went. We lucked out, got tickets um, for the first website, so played, didn't pay, you know. You will not get tickets to the World Series. Well, <laughs> well, I have good news, David. Oh, okay. Wait, I did. you do? I did no, win the lottery. Do? That's great. I'll be there. I'll be there on Halloween. All uh, right. So yeah. we are going to need next week. We are yeah. going to need uh, yeah. the details from that. I was I know. Well, I part had... of the 980,000 plus yes, that was rejected that in that 1 million total lottery. Yes, which is insane. Yeah. yeah. It's ins- I mean, it's like nobody won. So I was like, I, so I didn't. So technically, I didn't win it. My mom won it. So I had my entire okay. family enter for us. Okay. But we won it. We're going game three. Great. Okay. Um, but I, for me personally, that Bryce Harper home run, Philadelphia sports moments. Um, I would just based off my lifetime, I would put it um, top five. See, it's hard to really narrow it down because I think one is always going to be the Eagles Super Bowl. Yeah. Like there's nothing that can ever be on that level. Even if Philly's going to win the World Series, I would still probably say Eagles Super Bowl. Really? Yeah. I mean, because I've I've seen one World Series already. The Eagles Super Bowl is just. It's just a different animal. Yeah, but see, here's what's so unlikely about this Phillies team is they were 21 and 29. Yeah. at Memorial Day. I mean, the Eagles yeah. lost and, their starting quarterback though. The MVP. They lost. They lost the MVP. Yeah, but here's the thing: the Eagles had a good supporting cast, and, That's the, Phillies true. Oh, yeah, do, true. and the Phillies do too. Yeah, don't get me absolutely. wrong. I mean, they have a good supporting. But it's like cast. If the Phillies lost Bryce Harper and won the World Series. They That's, did lose Bryce Harper. Insane. For a majority of the season. But in, in and they the had a battle against the playoffs. They had the yeah. third best record in all yeah. of baseball yeah. without the Bryce without Bryce Harper, the MVP. Which is why I think that this run is so special for this Phillies team. And mm-hmm. especially because you bring in a manager who has never managed. I mean, he's a longtime baseball man in Rob I love Thompson. Him. I love him. Same. Uh, but... <laughs> You know, uh, he has never managed a baseball team before. No. Uh, was the bench coach for a majority of his career. Third so, base coach, yeah. Uh, yeah, so when you bring that into perspective, you know, you lose Bryce Harper. You have so many injuries, and just to get to the World Series is uh, is really amazing. So predictions for Game 1 tonight, and predictions, I guess, for the overall series. As we said, you know, Justin Verlander has not won a World Series game ever. I mean, he's a Hall of Famer. Yes. Absolutely has not yet crossed that off his bucket list. So mm-hmm. what, are, what are your thoughts? What are our thoughts? I'll, I'll start. I think, so I have two predictions for this series. If the Phillies win one in Houston in these first two games, I would say Phillies in five. Reason for that, Phillies don't, lo- Phillies don't lose in Philadelphia. They haven't lost in the postseason yet in Philadelphia. I don't think they will. Now to play devil's advocate, the Astros have not lost at all yet this postseason. I mean, I, I'm, I'm I know, a Phillies fan. I, know, I have the Phillies jersey on. But I know. I'm, just, I'm saying that I, I, I think it's going to be tough. I but know. God. Uh, I would say Phillies in five. If the Phillies do lose two in Houston... I would say Phillies in seven. I don't. I'm not, I don't want them to lose two in Houston. That's my big. I think if we lose two in Houston, it's not looking great. I think the series is going to follow. Everybody's going to win their home games. Mm-hmm. It's going to be Game Seven now. Phillies are going to take yes, it. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Away from home. 
I don't Milwaukee think they sports get fan, the Brewers guy over here. I like it. I like it. You have to root for the Phillies. We were talking about this earlier. This whole country better be rooting for the Phillies because let's be real here. Cheaters. Houston, they're cheaters. cheaters. Yeah. I don't care how many years ago it was. They cheated. So they should have been stripped of their World Series. And they should never be able to compete for a World Series this decade. Wait, what was the cheating that happened? Uh, uh, <laughs> These guys can go. So uh, every home game, at uh-huh. least, well, they don't. They don't have every, but they know that most home games. Uh, they had they had a sign uh, stealer like TV or camera in the outfield, and okay. it would zoom in on the catcher who would okay. put down the signs. Now many teams have this thing like that's an intercom, that's a pitch com that is in their head, so you can't really steal signs anymore. Mm. But the Astros put a camera in center field and zoomed in on the catcher putting down the signs and it was so fast so lightning fast obviously why they did it at home and you know that they wouldn't get caught because if they did it away that obviously wouldn't make make (laughs) much sense but they had somebody down in like the the locker room area that would relay the signs to a guy who would bang on Uh, the trash trash cans to Mm -hmm. signal which pitch is coming so like it was one bang fastball two bangs so yeah so yeah. that was the the sign. There's a whole thing the with the cans. wire, the wire thing. I do one of them wore a wire that would shock and, them. Yeah. when a t- off-speed pitch was coming. And what's so surprising is who ratted out this whole scandal is a player is no longer Major League Baseball, but he was a part of the team that won the World Series. But they did not re-sign him, so he ratted out his former team. Which, uh, you know, to be honest, I mean, I I, I understand. I mean, he wanted to win the World Series. But the fact that he did that, I think, is courageous because, I mean, it obviously, you know, busted the Astros. But, you know, on to that kind of that standpoint, yeah. I was seeing on Twitter earlier, which I thought was very interesting. There was a lot of Astros fans who were saying, oh, well, there is evidence of the Phillies in like cheated in 1900. Oh. <laughs> yeah, 2007. There's I something the in Colorado. Yeah, yeah, but that was never founded by Major League Baseball. Uh, but it, the last time was in 1900 uh, when none of us were alive. And there are, no, there are no players that are still on the current Phillies team, obviously, that played in 1900. Unlike the current 2022 Houston Astros, there are still five players that yeah. were a part of that, that science uh, scandal. And most of them are their bigger known players. So I have a question for Allison. Yeah. As not a sports fan. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, if the Phillies win the World Series, will you go into Philadelphia and celebrate with everybody else? Yes. Okay. Okay. That was That's it. great. All right. Yeah. Now the poles are greased here at Villanova. The poles are greased that. in Center Wait, City as well. Oh, they're greased here. Yeah. yeah. If you look at the pole that's no, near not. the Performing Arts Center, it is. Yeah. God. Yeah, they're ready. They grease yeah. college campus poles specifically because they know we're gonna go bananas. Yeah. All right. So let me get my prediction. <laughs> go ahead. Go. I'm sorry, yeah, go ahead. No, you're good. Phillies in seven. That, that's that's my prediction. I, I, I want it to be Phillies in five. I know that's why I'm saying I, I will I will be checked into either an emergency room or something <laughs> because I jumped so high. My mom will test us. I jumped so high when Bryce Harper hit the home run. I live in a real home. I had to go downstairs and check to make sure that I did not knock down any tiles yep. because I jumped so high and so loud. Uh, I'm surprised I didn't get a noise complaint, to be honest with you. <laughs> but uh, Phillies in seven, uh, I, I do think that they split in Houston, but I don't think that everything goes perfectly here Uh-oh. in Philadelphia. Yeah. Um, and I think that they're going to have to battle through some adversity. Obviously, the, look, the Houston Astros, in my opinion, they are the best team in Major League Baseball this season. Um, I know that the Dodgers had the, the best record, mm-hmm. uh, but heading into the series, they have done everything that uh, they have been asked, right? They're undefeated in the postseason. You know, they beat the Yankees who, you know, struggled. And, you know, people will say that the Yankees are this amazing team. I really don't. They, they didn't put up much of a fight. The Mariners, I, I think that they gave Houston a run for their money. And Houston had every answer. Yeah. Um, and the Phillies, I think what it's going to come down to is how good Zach Wheeler and Aaron Nola pitch. Yep. Uh, that's the big key, especially Aaron Nola. And, you know, they're obviously not going to pitch to Bryce Harper. Um, but Houston also does not have any lefties in their bullpen for this series. Yeah, They're all good. righties, which so good. that's good for the Phillies. But I just think that you're going to have to see more production from JT Almuto, more production Nick. from Nick Castellanos, yeah. um, and we'll see what the bottom of the order can do. I think that Bryson Stott is going to be a key player, too, if no lefties. Even though he does hit lefties better, I think that he's going to be a key player at the bottom of the lineup, him and Gene Segura, to try to get it back to the top for yeah, Kyle Schwarzenegger. Again, Marsh. And Marsh. Well, Marsh has struggled this postseason. Besides yeah, the home the run, against, run, home the run Braves, against the Braves, that was uh, it. he that has was struggled it. tremendously. Yeah, but if he can play defense, postseason. Yeah. Okay. Oh, his defense is stellar. Yeah. All right. So I am rocking the J2 Muto jersey today. Hopefully, uh, yeah. Phil's get a win here tonight. Uh, game two, of course, will be tomorrow as well. And then Sunday, they take a break before coming back here to Philadelphia. All right. Villanova Sports. Yeah. Uh, this weekend, uh, tomorrow, I should say tomorrow, uh, Villanova will take on Hampton University at Villanova Stadium. This game is early. 
earlier. So if you have plans for tomorrow night, World Series or not, uh, at 1 p.m. tomorrow, the Wildcats will be taking on the Pirates. Now, Hampton, they are 4-3. and three. Villanova is also 4-3. and three. But Hampton is only 1-3 against CAA opponents this season. And their only win was against Albany, who Villanova did, although just barely beat Albany last <laughs> week. They did escape against Albany. Uh, Hampton was also crushed by Richmond. Put, uh, Villanova put up a good fight against Richmond. And Hampton also lost to Maine. Villanova destroyed Maine. So I think that even though the records are similar, as I wrote about in my uh, my article on the WXVU website, um, that I do think that Villanova is going to come out with uh, the win in this one. What are your guys' thoughts? Yeah, I, I mean, again, we'll, we'll be, I mean, uh, they will be covering the game as well as, yep. uh, um, along with Patrick Scanlon, so please tune into that. Um, I don't know. I, I feel like Villanova's going to win. Um, Villanova, Villanova at home is a different animal. I think when we're broadcasting there, we're always, in, we're always there for a good game. I will say that. So always nerve wracking. Always, always nerve wracking. So I think always entertainment. There's always going to be an onside kick recovered. Uh, six uh, was it? Twelve point turnaround in the last minute mm-hmm. twenty. Yeah. Um, so I think it'll be a good game because it always is when when it's at home. Um, and I think we'll come out on top. I have confidence in our team. I just want to look ahead a little bit for the playoffs. Is there Final. any chance that Villanova is going to the playoffs here? Because last mm. year Villanova's football team was one. Yeah, of the very best. good. Yeah. 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 And now it's just something has happened here where we're just not that. We great lost anymore. all our twenty-five-year-olds. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that I think that they will have to win out the rest of the season. Got it. Okay. To get to the playoffs, and even even then, you're probably still praying to a certain extent. Uh, but I think a, a win out would would get them to the playoffs. I mean, they were predicted to win the CAA this year, and where they're at is not very no. pretty in the middle of the pack no. right now. Um, and, you know, I think the biggest loss, of course, was the loss to Monmouth. Uh, that, that was that was crushing, you know, last second. And, you know, Richmond is a, is a really good team. Uh, so, you know, I think that, you know, you kind of have to give them that. I don't think that, that Udinsky was supposed to be as good as, as he has been so far for Richmond. Um, but I think just with uh, the fact that you lost that tough game to Monmouth, uh, that's the loss that if they don't make the playoffs – that you know, and they do win out the rest of the games, uh, and somehow don't make it. I think that that's the loss that you'll you'll say, mm-hmm. you know, was the end of the season. Yep, got it. Yeah, well, for the last game, looking back now, mm-hmm. what went wrong between halftime? Yeah. and the last few <laughs> yeah. minutes, because I left at halftime because I'm like, oh, we're gonna win. <laughs> yeah, it's no big deal. I gotta go back mm-hmm. and do some work, and then I checked the score, hour half later, and this thing is a few point game. What happened? I, I really just think that it was heading into halftime. They the defense got really they were giving up big chunk plays uh, and they let them score go downfield pretty easily and that gave them confidence. I mean when you're playing a team that's coming in one and five, uh, you know they they don't have much confidence in yeah. my opinion. But the fact that you gave them that confidence and they're also in a sense you know playing for nothing. Yeah, that's what I'm you got nothing you know to lose. I mean? Like there's nothing to lose. Similar to our Phillies. Yeah, <laughs> well in the in the against the Cardinals <laughs> that's the way we were thinking in the Braves, but. You know, I really just think that, you know, that was their biggest thing. And you gave them confidence. You gave them momentum heading into the half. And they, they ran away with it. So kudos to them. But Villanova, it was good for, uh, for Mercurio to come back in. Uh, uh, I'm messing up his name. The kicker. No, it's Mercurio. Is it Mercurio? Mercurio, okay. yeah. Um, yeah, and, and, you know, he redeemed himself at the end, which was yeah, nice. So, which is, uh, yeah, it was a was, Cinderella uh, story. It was beautiful. So, yeah, beautiful. Even though the third quarter was not very pretty. <laughs> <laughs> hey, still came out with the win. That's yeah. all that matters. Um, anything else with Villanova sports? I don't think so. Got it. Basketball season coming uh, up coming soon. Up. So coming up soon. Stay ready yeah. for those lotteries. Um, oh, one more thing. Uh, if you do want to listen to the game tomorrow, which I recommend that everybody does, mm-hmm. Pat, or not Pat, Dominic did tease it. Uh, Pat, Dom, and I will have the call tomorrow right here on 89.1. Uh, WXVU, the roar. Uh, from Villanova Stadium, the game starts at 1 He's o'clock. At one. He's at 1. We'll have coverage mm-hmm. at 1. And 12.45, well, the pregame show yeah. with Stephen, Steve uh, who will be once back in here uh, recording the pregame show, and then he'll also have the postgame show, too, after the, uh, the final play of tomorrow's hopeful win against Hampton University. Yep. Thank you, guys. Now turning to the results yep. of our Twitter I poll. I got the results. So we're looking at it. Just one more time to repeat the question. You guys can still go ahead and vote. Morning or question of the week. What is the best Halloween candy? The results are in. 17% Kit Kat, 33% Reese's, 17% Snickers, and then 33% other commented. Um, I will say I am one of the other that commented. Um, <laughs> well, I didn't comment, but it is Twix. Uh, me and Dina both said Twix. She commented as well. But Reese's, 33%. So they have a third of the votes as well. I'm not disappointed with these results. Um, <laughs> I think it's hard to narrow it down to four candies. I think yeah. if we had, you know, 20 candies, we would have, you know. Ask Elon Musk. Maybe yeah. he'll make a 20 I'll, 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 option. I'll, I'll, yeah, look at that. Change we, to Twitter. And they say everything comes back to, to Twitter. Yeah. 
Uh, is there anything that we think was left off the list? That crunch. Been crunch is underrated. Crunch is underrated. Crunch, crunch, okay. crunch, crunch is really bars. underrated. And I was surprised, too, that M&M's... I, here's the thing. I'm not the biggest fan of M&M's, but I am... I will go... Like, sometimes I get, like, a, a craving for them. Like, yeah. like, the other day I was in uh, John Barry. And uh, there was a vending machine, and I saw the peanut butter M&M's, going back to a little Reese's theme, which I think is the best candy. But uh, I was like, yeah, I got to get them. So M&M's, uh, uh, you probably won't call it, you probably wouldn't call them authentic because they were the peanut butter ones. But yeah, I mean, Authentic. We're not M&M's <laughs> purists on here. It's okay. You can like the peanut butter M&M's. But yeah, so uh, Crunch definitely was, uh, was left off. But. <laughs> crunch is robbed. I think... Crunch bars, especially like a movie theater, you get the bunch of crunch. Mm -hmm. It's the best thing in the world. Nothing's better than that. Oh, like those little. Yeah, yeah they are true. good. They are. Yeah, oh, I haven't. Been, I didn't go back to the movie. I love the movies. Right. Going to the movie theaters that rocks. I know. Uh, what movies are? <laughs> <laughs> Last, I guess, deep thought of yeah. the week for today. You cannot have a positive life and a negative mind. Guys, don't have a negative mind about the Phillies in the World Series. Have a positive mind. That's right. They're going all the way, and you're going to have a positive I'm hoping there's life. a parade coming up here. Oh, we're all oh, there going will to be. the parade. <laughs> oh, there oh, will okay. be. They, they Live coverage from WXV <laughs> at the parade. I'm hopefully. in the middle of the parade. <laughs> Villanova better call off classes. Somebody's on this There's pool. no way anybody is staying on this campus. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I feel like even if you're not a Phillies I'd fan. I'd be disappointed. Oh, yeah. I feel like you have to. Even, you the, have to. even the kids are still wear like the Yankees hats no, like six days after they've been I want the Astros fans there, too. I do think. Do you? I want them celebrating with us. Okay. I think they will. All right. All right. Well, thank you, everybody, for tuning in to this edition of The Morning Roar. I'd like to thank Dom, David, and Allison for joining me today. Make sure to tune in next week, Friday, 8 a.m., for the next edition of The Morning Roar. Thank you again for tuning in, and have a great weekend.